tossing and turning all night like a salad, it's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus. A probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker, and I thought, if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate, so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. I'm Jill, and I'm a sober scientist who talks about the science and psychology of addiction. There are a lot of things that influence developing an addiction, and none of them are that we're weak-willed losers. In the Sober Powered Podcast, you'll learn how and why addiction develops, how alcohol changes the brain to keep us drinking, and most importantly, that you're not alone. The things you experience are experienced by many of us. Today is episode 50. 
of the podcast. I cannot believe I've been doing this for 50 weeks and almost a full year. Like That's crazy. I wanted to do a special episode. So I got together some of my friends from the sober community to tell you about what they've learned that's had the biggest impact on their sobriety journeys. I hope that you take away a few different tips and perspectives that you can apply to your own journey, plus that you discover new resources and people who inspire you. I will have links in the show notes for everyone's social media and websites. Plus, all of this will go out in my weekly email on Tuesday. If you don't receive my weekly email, there's also a link to sign up for that in the show notes. And I'll end the episode by telling you what I've learned that's had the biggest impact on my journey. I want to start off this episode with one of the nicest people that I have met, like, ever. So... You're about to hear from Odette, who you may recognize as the host of Recovery Elevator. She's passionate about mental health, eating disorder recovery, and alcohol-free living. And I highly recommend that you follow her at The Harmony Lane and check out Recovery Elevator if you're not listening to that podcast already. So let's hear from Odette. What have I learned in my sobriety that has had a big impact on my journey? Gosh, I've learned that what disables me also enables me. It's taken me some time, but I finally have accepted that all of the things that I thought were holding me back and pushing me away from my goals, those are also the things that can propel me forward. No, struggling with alcohol is something I didn't want to admit. I didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to confront it. And I wanted to just shove it away in a closet. And in, in accepting it, in working on it, and choosing this path of sobriety, I've found that I am becoming exactly who I wanted to be all along, only because I've accepted this part of me only because I've learned how to leverage it in a different way. You know, my mental struggle and my obsession around drinking, it sucks, but there's a way to use that to my advantage. It's helped me with my healing. It's helped me with my personal growth and with my awareness. And I think I'm finally able to see that what I thought was my weakness is also my biggest strength. Those two things can coexist, and I'm grateful that I've had the courage to stay on this path because a lot of what I have in my life right now, a lot of what is tangible, you know, part of what I do for work, the relationships that I have, the friendships that I've built, that is all a byproduct of this daily decision, of these little moments and instances where I really want to drink but I have that conversation in my brain and I follow the drink. I decide not to drink, do the next right thing. And that little moment, those little conversations in my head, they've all added up to real change. And it's still messy. I still have problems. I still (laughs) struggle, but I also feel so present for my life and I feel grateful and the opportunities keep coming my way. 
And an opportunity may not be something grandiose. It may be just something like picking up the phone like I did a couple of days ago. Someone called me, said they were struggling and they just needed to talk to someone for a little bit. You know, that's an opportunity to be closer to the person that I want to be. So stay the course, keep doing the next right thing. And I believe in you. My next friend is Jeff, who's clinically trained as a doctor of pharmacy and certified as a dietary supplement advisor. He coaches individuals one-on-one with reaction recovery, as well as in a group setting as part of Reframe App's Thrive Community. Jeff lives an alcohol-free life and is active in the local and online recovery communities. You can find him on Instagram at Reaction Recovery and on his website at ReactionRecovery.com. Definitely recommend checking out his page. Jeff and I connected really early on in my online sobriety journey, and I'm very excited to bring him on the podcast. So let's hear from Jeff. Hi, Jill. Congrats on episode 50. This is your friend Jeff over at Reaction Recovery. So the topic is what have I learned in sobriety that's had the biggest impact on me? And that's a question to answer in a couple of minutes. I'll, I'll give it my best shot here. The first thing I'd say is that we can't do this alone. Anyone who I've met or worked with who's recovering from a long-standing dependency or addiction to alcohol or any other drug has a tough journey ahead. Uh, It's a a beautiful one and a worthwhile one, but it won't be easy. So we do need each other's support and encouragement. There will be times along this, this road of sobriety that you will feel discouraged and, and, and feel like, what's the use? It happens to everybody at one point or another, and the secret to getting through these low points is social support. You know, it become part of an enthusiastic community of people early on so that when you do hit the bumps in the road, you know, you'll have strong connections and relationships that can help walk you through it. And as far as our own individual journey, my mantra is, you know, sobriety is won or lost in the trenches of everyday life. Uh, the secret is not in the drastic, overnight, life-changing decisions, you know, but in those little, thankless, unsexy things that we do every day. You know, like what what does my what does my morning routine look like? Uh, am I nourishing my body with foods to support a positive mood? Have I corrected any nutritional deficiencies? Am I moving my body with intention every day? You know, am I engaged in good books that stimulate my mind? Uh, am I am I being careful not to my brain with negativity? So, for example, what what TV shows am I watching? Podcasts. Where's my attention going? Um, you know, this is where attention goes, energy flows. So, so it all matters. Um, yeah, Jill, I wish you continued success with the podcast and to the listeners. If you're questioning your relationship with alcohol and, and you're finally doing something about it. I'm proud of you. You know, keep going. Um, you know, if you guys want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at Reaction Recovery, or you can check out my website, reactionrecovery.com. Uh, also, stay tuned for a new podcast launching soon. It's called Surviving Opioid Beyond an Epidemic. All right. Hope to see you all there. Take care. Jen is a working mom of two, sober coach, and an advocate to end the stigma surrounding addiction by recovering out loud. She's the creator of Living Zero Proof, where she helps women truly live and embody everything they're capable of without alcohol. 
Jen and I connected before I got sober. And her happiness in her alcohol-free life was always so inspiring to me. You can find her on Instagram at Jen Lee Hurst or on livingzeroproof.com. So let's hear from Jen. Hey, this is Jen Hurst, and I am a full-time working mom of two little humans from Minnesota. I've been sober for a little over eight years. And Jill asked me what the most impactful thing I've learned in my sobriety over these past eight years. And I would have to say there's a bunch of things, but it really comes down to about two things, which I'll, I'll touch on. And I would say what's really helped me in the past few years is I've learned that there's no right way to recover. When I first began my sober journey almost, what, 10 years ago, I thought it was AA all the way. There was no other option. That's just what you did. So it made getting sober, for me, really limited. I went to AA meetings for years in the beginning, but I really felt like I was obligated to. I never disliked them, but as someone who has issues with control, like I think a lot of us do, I don't like when I feel like I had to go or I was going to relapse. Like, if you don't go to meetings, you're going to relapse. It felt like they were controlling me. Like, but I still enjoy AA meetings. I still do. I just didn't like that feeling of, oh, my gosh, my sobriety is in jeopardy if I don't go. So although I don't attend meetings much anymore, I found my own path staying sober. I am pro-choice, really, when it comes to recovery. I don't believe there's one way to get sober, which is pretty cool. There's so many new options out there which we can take. Um, There's no right way to get sober. So success in sobriety is all about trying new things until you find what works for your sober toolkit. Because like I said, everyone is different. Everyone's recovery is different. No two journeys are the same. And your journey is not going to look like his or hers. And that's great. It's not supposed to. So try and not to compare your journey to someone else's. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's just that you do it. It's just that you get sober. And that can be pulling pieces of AA. That can be pulling pieces from books, from, you know, Sober Mom Squad or the Sober Powered Podcast. It can be a bunch of different things that add up to keep you sober. And that's the main goal, right? The second thing is ways to slowly combat shame over our addiction and being confident in our choice to be alcohol-free and to go alcohol-free. And developing an unhealthy relationship with alcohol is nothing to be ashamed about. Alcohol is highly addictive. It's a highly, highly addictive toxic drug. And I didn't even look at it like that until a couple years ago, which is crazy, until I read This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. So if you have not read This Naked Mind, I highly, highly encourage you to pick it up. Listen to it via Audible. You can read it whatever way you find best. I like to listen to books. Um, which is just a testament to how brainwashed we are that I was in sobriety by big alcohol. I didn't even realize that it was a drug. Like, holy cow, My after I realized that, my entire outlook in sobriety and on alcohol changed. And viewing alcohol as a drug that is marketed to us and encouraged for us to like it and to drink it, It's kind of bananas. So, like I said, it didn't even occur to me that I was drinking a drug. And by getting addicted, your body and brain are just doing what it's supposed to. 
Like, I feel like we blame ourselves when we become addicted. And instead of looking at it as, hey, this is a highly addictive drug. And by getting addicted, I'm just doing, it's just doing what it's supposed to. So there's nothing wrong with me. I've just developed, we just developed an unhealthy habit that we have to switch out. There's like a gajillion of us out there that are in the same boat. And one way I know how to combat shame is by talking about it. So I ripped off the Band-Aid four years ago. I came out of the sober closet, and I started to share my story. I posted it on social. I ran away, and the compassion and love that I got on that post was unbelievable. And my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. My only regret, and that is how I built my confidence, is by owning up to it, being proud of what I went through and that I overcame it, and now sharing it and my story in order to help others. The more we talk about it, you guys, the more others realize that they're not alone in this, and the more that you can grow in your recovery. Because like I said, being addicted to an addictive drug is nothing to be ashamed about. There's no shame in being addicted to an addictive drug, right? The more we learn about it, the more we educate ourselves, the more we can come to that conclusion and realize almost how messed up it is in our society and how toxic it is to our bodies. Why would we can be consuming this and ingesting this if it causes so much harm to our bodies? So really, people deserve to hear your story. I swear. Own it. Share it when you're ready. Sometimes you're just not ready, and that's okay, especially if you're in early recovery, and make yourself heard. You never know who might need someone to raise their hand first. I know that's what helped me in early recovery is realizing that I wasn't alone. And that is what we can do for others. So I hope this helped. Um, and if you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Jen Lee Hearst. And uh, thanks, Jill, for having me on. Celeste is a popular writer and personality who writes about all things parenting, and you may know her from Sober Mom Squad. In 2018, Celeste openly spoke about her struggles with alcohol and announced her commitment to becoming a sober mom for the sake of her health and her family. Her piece about a play date that went sideways when another mom started serving mimosas has reached over 14 million people. She lives in Reno, Nevada with her husband and two boys. You can find her on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Ultimate Mom Challenge and in her work with Sober Mom Squad. So let's hear from Celeste. For me and for a lot of people, I think, the goal was never to quit drinking. The goal was always to learn how to moderate. And moderation felt like something so just beyond reach that if I could just get there to that place, everything will make sense and I'll be fixed. I just need to learn how to do this magical moderation thing and all my problems will go away and I'll still be able to drink and everything will be wonderful. When I finally quit drinking because moderation just never worked time after time again, I truly felt like I had failed. And I felt like I was just an incapable human. That I was missing a vital piece of normalcy that I could not moderate the way other people seem to be able to moderate. And I think the 
most surprising part of my sobriety journey so far was probably a year in when I first read Annie Grace's book, This Naked Mind. And I heard a different narrative, one that didn't talk about the incompetence of people who couldn't moderate. It talked about alcohol, the substance that was so addictive. And it's not a narrative that we hear, certainly not from the alcohol industry, but not in the society at large, that alcohol is addictive, period. And, you know, I think it's funny because nobody ever says, oh, she wasn't able to moderate her heroin usage, right? We all know heroin is extremely addictive. It would never be about learning how to moderate hardcore drugs. And yet alcohol is one of the most addictive drugs on earth. And when we drink it, we are drinking an addictive substance. Yes, some of us are able to moderate it. And that's amazing. That is awesome because alcohol is not meant to be moderated. It is chemically designed to be addictive. And that, I think, was the most surprising thing I learned in my sobriety and really the light bulb moment I had where I said to myself, this is not about me. This is about alcohol. And this is not me just being a horrible human being. This is about alcohol being an addictive substance. I can't moderate it because it's not meant to be moderated. And when I was able to take that weight off my own shoulders and say, I am designed just fine. I was created just fine. I am, I might be missing a few chips, but it's not here. Um, it really is about alcohol just being an addictive substance. And um, I really could take the weight off my shoulders and say, I am free from that substance. And that is a gift. And it's a beautiful thing. And my sobriety, it is a beautiful thing. And my sober journey has been so surprising in the best ways. Because this isn't about me learning how to work around some missing chips. This is about me living my best life without leaning on an addictive substance. And I wish more people talked about it that way because I think that is where the power is, is realizing we are capable and beautiful human beings as we are. Katie is an ex-party girl and binge drinker who, after thousands of attempts at giving up the booze, is just 18 months sober after stopping drinking at the age of 24. We actually have very similar sober dates, her and I. She's a proud mental health and sobriety advocate who's passionate about showing that you can live a fun and fulfilling life as a sober 20-something-year-old. You can find her on Instagram at This Sober Girl, and she also has a YouTube channel, which I recommend that you check out. So let's hear from Katie. 
The thing that I have learned the most in sobriety is how to live experiencing complete and utter peace of mind. When I was drinking, my life was really chaotic. I was very impulsive, erratic. I would make decisions based on the most ridiculous things and then wonder why the consequences were so crazy and, you know, question why I had to then fix the problem that I caused. And in sobriety, I don't have to do that. I wake up every morning knowing exactly what I did, what I said the night before. I have complete peace of mind and I'm much more focused and true to myself living sober than I ever did when I was drinking. I think what's had the biggest impact on me in sobriety is my ability to now live authentically. I know who I am. I know what I want. I know who I like, what I like to do. I have hobbies and interests. I'm open-minded. I'm positive. I believe I can achieve anything now in sobriety and all of these things. I genuinely felt the opposite when I was drinking. I think learning to know yourself and learning to love yourself is just the most freeing thing in the whole world. And I just feel so liberated. Living authentically to myself has changed my life in so many ways, internally, but also externally. I used to work a 50 hour work week in recruitment, which is an incredibly stressful profession. It's very target driven. And although I was good at it and I excelled in that career, I now have a completely different career and I'm self-employed. I'm living and working in Bali at the moment, which is just life beyond my wildest dreams. I can't even begin to tell you. Okay, I'm not earning the most that I've ever earned in my whole life, but do you know what? My whole outlook on life in that way has changed. I am just chasing happiness now and through sobriety, I'm forever grateful because I genuinely feel that I'm in alignment with who I truly was always supposed to be. And I honestly couldn't be more thankful. My next guest is David Wilson, who you may also know on Instagram as Sober Dave. He's a certified gray area drinking coach and has been very passionate about sharing his sobriety journey from the very beginning. He also just launched a podcast called One for the Road, which I recommend that you check out. So let's hear from Dave. Hi, my name's Dave, and I want to talk to you about what's changed for me since I've given up drinking. I was drinking for 40 years, and I pretty much thought that was it for me. I didn't think I could change, and I never visualized it either. Um, it's a long time, most of my life, in fact, and it was every day I was drinking a litre of vodka a day or three to four bottles of wine and at weekends, including beers. My marriage was shot. My health was terrible. My positivity was literally zero and my anxieties were really, really sky high. And when I stopped drinking, I took some time out from life. Um, I acknowledged the feelings I was witnessing, which were quite painful, in fact. I reached out on Facebook and Instagram for sober communities, and that really helped. And it wasn't long before I realised that the connection with like-minded people really helped me. Uh, it encouraged me to feel more positive. 
I start to educate myself by learning NLP and I became a qualified life coach. I did a first aid mental health course and passed that. And I am now a certified grey area drinking coach as well. And all this has been achieved in just over two years. I've just been asked by a huge charity in the UK, Alcohol Change UK, to be an ambassador, which was a huge, huge privilege for me, um, which, of course, I accepted. And in that role, it means I can talk on the TV and radio, go to universities, schools, to help spread the word about the perils of alcohol. I've also launched my podcast now called One for the Road, And it's been in the top 10 in health and wellness for the last four weeks of launching it, which I'm absolutely made up, to be honest. So I suppose the message really here is that change is possible. Nothing's impossible. And I've turned my life around completely. Uh, My doctor said to me three years ago that I was bordering on a heart attack My cholesterol was sky high. My blood pressure was shocking. I was 20 stone in weight. Uh, And I honestly don't think I'd be here unless I stopped drinking. So the message here is my life has turned around and I'm loving life. Yeah, I have the good days and the bad days, of course. But with less anxiety, I know how to deal with them. So... I wanted to spread that message, tell you a bit about myself, and it's all possible. Thanks for listening. And my last guest is someone that I resonate with a lot. Her name is Jenna DeLulio, and she is a sober content creator. Her goal is to stop the stigma with addiction in a lighthearted way, all while inspiring others with makeup and fashion. She's 35 years young and lives in Norfolk, Virginia with her husband and two cats. She's been sober for three and a half years and is loud and proud about her recovery journey. Definitely recommend following her on Instagram at Jenna DeLulio. She's such a kind and fun person. I know that you will love her page. So let's hear from Jenna. I would say the most impactful thing that I learned in my sobriety is that my life is so fulfilling and so fun without alcohol. My biggest fear in getting sober was that I would never have fun again. I was terrified. I thought that I would never be able to interact in social environments. I associated fun with alcohol when in all actuality, I wasn't having fun at all whenever I was drinking. And so getting sober and experiencing clarity and really getting to know myself and becoming in control of not only my behavior, but also my personality came out, made me realize that alcohol never created fun for me. I am just fun in general. 
And now I laugh harder than I've ever laughed. I love deeper uh, people like me for who I genuinely am. I'm not embarrassing myself in social situations or embarrassing other people that I'm with in social situations. I now can fully 100% be myself, be in control, and be in the present to experience and soak in every moment in this life. And I think that is the most impactful thing that I have learned in my sobriety. There were two main reasons that I held on to alcohol for so long, even after it was painfully obvious that I shouldn't be drinking. Like Jenna, I really believed that alcohol was essential for fun, and I completely agree with everything that she said. The other reason was because if I stopped drinking, then that meant I was an alcoholic, which comes with a whole set of negatives, like being a loser, being weak, being different from everyone else, people potentially judging me, and so much more. I thought that if you couldn't drink, then it meant all of those bad things were true. But what I've realized through educating myself about addiction is that alcohol isn't filtering the world's population looking specifically for losers and weak people. There isn't one kind of person that has a drinking problem. Realizing that the fact that I can't drink has nothing to do with who I am had the biggest impact on my journey. Instead of shaming myself all the time or feeling embarrassed, I now know that this wasn't my fault and has nothing to do with me. I shamed myself so deeply for the things I did and said when I was drinking. I thought that I would never be free of the shame. And I didn't believe other sober people when they said that they got over it. I thought, you know, they're different from me, just like I did when I was drinking. Once I disconnected my worth... For my inability to drink moderately, though, the shame started to go away. When I think of the worst moments from my past, I still cringe, obviously, because they were horrible. But I look back on my old self with sadness, not shame. I just feel really sad for that person, that she was all alone, without help, and didn't know there was another way. So that is it for episode 50. Thank you so much for listening. And like always, if you enjoy the podcast, then the best thing that you can do to support the show is by sharing your favorite episodes. And the second best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and a review. Thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you next week. It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. 
everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.